Hello and welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie Stoll. Hello, Katie Stoll. My name is Cody Johnston. Hello, Cody Johnston. To add. Who has to the nothing tagline. to add to the, to the tagline. tagline. Joining us today is writer, director, podcast host, and podcast producer, Anna Hosnier. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Thank I guess, you for having me back. Yeah. I guess we've only had you, we haven't had just you on before, have we? I don't know. I don't I'm, think so. Well, it's all a blur. It's hard to, this, hard to say. Yeah. This is a treat for us. Who's then. to say? Who's, Who's to, to say? say? Certainly none of us. Who would dare say? Okay. Who's I, saying it? Who's saying it? <laughs> speak up now. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Today, the day that we're recording, that we are recording, mm-hmm. November mm-hmm. 17th, is National Take a Hike Day. Uh, no, don't go out there and tell someone to take a hike. Just go out and take one. Take it. Go on a hike. Why don't you go take, why don't you go on a nice hike day? Why don't you take a nice walk down the short pier, but then turn around before you hit the water and enjoy the scenery? So that's, yeah, just go for a stroll. Mm-hmm. Move your legs. It's getting kind of chilly. It is getting kind of chilly. Um, I don't know what the weather conditions are where you are listening to this. I, I Cold hikes are fine, too. I can't speak to that. Cold hikes are fine. I've been taking them myself i personally prefer a cold hi- hike over a warm hike yeah yeah i would too i'm not a, like a big hiker so i but you way, did have one hike prefer... specifically that was too hot where you got like heat stroke so oh, I, I did can almost remember... die on a hike yeah, yeah it was I more a hike it. to a camping situation but yeah, yeah it, almost, it, was the, it was literally literally the hottest day of the year <laughs> so why don't you it's national go take a cold hike day mm-hmm. and then tomorrow november 18th National Vichy Day, Vichy Swasti Day, Natural Natural Vichy Vicky Soys, Vicky Icky Sauce Day. That's right, a whole day to celebrate cold soup. Okay, a cold right. soup All on right. your. I don't know what's happening, but okay. <laughs> These are holidays. National Vichy Swas, Vichy Swas, Vicky Soys. Um, that is a, a soup. That is a cold soup made of pureed leeks, onions, potatoes, cream, and chicken stock. I'm not a big fan of cold soups. I think they're counterproductive. I mean, if you're almost dying of heat stroke on your hot, hot hike, you might want some cool. I don't leek think soup. you would. I think you would want anything but that. It's a Cody, creamy soup. When you were feeling sick from heat stroke, do you think that a, a creamy cold soup would have done the trick for you? It wouldn't have hurt necessarily because the cold would have, I wouldn't have eaten the cold soup. I would have just like put it on my neck or something. Oh, sure. You know, to cool myself off. But, you know, at that point, I'll, I'd try anything. Uh, it was actually the only reason I didn't die of heat stroke is What's because- Was it Vichy uh, no, it was a, a birthday camping sort of thing, and uh, my friend had uh, brought a little piece of cake, and to keep it cold on the hike, he brought an ice pack, and that was the only reason he had an oh. ice pack, so it was the only reason I was able to cool myself off. A little piece of cake on a hike? <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like, a, it was like, a, it was like a little cake. Um, a little cake. Because we, we were going, it was camping, so like that evening, okay. we were like sitting around okay. after and I had not died. I'm sorry, they and, only oh, okay. brought one ice pack? Uh, there was an ice pack, yeah. That cake wasn't going to be cold <laughs> by the time well, you got there. Not at that point, no, it wasn't. Okay, I think we've gotten enough mileage out of these holidays. <laughs> Interesting fact about uh, National uh, Soie Day. Yeah. National Day Calendar continues researching the origins of this filling holiday. Filling? They don't know, they don't know what, it's for, what it's for. They don't know why. They're, they don't even know why they're writing another website. <laughs> they the, just... the, the content machine, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, Anna, how's it going with you? How are you, um, how are you feeling about Twitter? You oh, my <laughs> God. I've lost thousands of followers. Have you? And I simply cannot bring myself to care about any of it. Yeah. I, I am like, I'm the type of person where they're like, it's all going down. They're firing everyone. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Mm. That's really crazy. Um. It's uh, I don't know. I don't think I'll leave Twitter because I don't think I put I don't invest that much time into it already. Like, I really just post my shows like I don't really like 
tweet jokes or talk about right. comment on anything anymore. I've really lost my um I've really lost my sort of interest in that. I don't know. It's, it's kind of like tough. Eh. I've been feeling a similar I I do. I'll log on. I, I feel like it's important for our work. I enjoy the community of it. I like engaging with people, but I do find myself flooded with negative emotions when I get too in the weeds on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I find myself drafting things and deleting it all the time. Oh, I I, my drafts through, are a mess. Like a mm. mess. I, I, and I find myself, I, I go into phases where it's like, well, what do I have to add? We've got this culture where everybody has to add their two cents or their joke and they want to one up each other. Right. And sometimes I'm down to play that game. But a lot of times it's just, I don't know. Sucking. Yeah. So I'm sad to see the community that we've all been a part of for a long time. And that does affect our work. And we have built for, you know, our different shows and platforms change. But yeah, I also there's a part of me that feels like it's a pretty toxic place, regardless that I don't necessarily need to be spending too much time on. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the Twitter of yesteryear was a real gem. These days, it's a little it's a little too convoluted for me. And and, and it, it hurts to go on there because, you know, like I a lot of reasons of why I have kind of drifted away from Twitter is because there's like a lot of infighting within like the Iranian diaspora. And it is some of the like saddest, saddest thing to witness because I'm like, this is not we can't do this. And it's really I had to really disengage from a lot of the discourse around Iran from the Iranian diaspora because or like the Iranian American diaspora, to be clear, because it was so toxic and depressing. And you're like, I'm just going to have to back away because it's already such a, you know, dark space to engage with that I couldn't watch like my peers like fight over what was the right thing to say and what's the wrong thing to say and who Who's part of Nyack? It just got too intense. It got way too intense. And I had to be like, look, there is, you know, there's pro pro reform and then pro revolution. And the pro reform people clearly um, need to understand pro revolution, but also like don't need to be like verbally attacked 24 seven. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I just can't handle any uh, infighting because it really just makes me sad. It's tough because it's such a great space for sharing information and for learning and um, access and, and whatnot. But it's also incredibly difficult to have a nuanced conversation that's productive. Yeah. It's impossible to convey tones of voice. I mean, it's very it's just very easy for things when there is emotion involved, which everything has emotion involved because it's very high stakes. Yeah. It quickly gets derailed. And yeah, it doesn't feel good. It feels bad. Mm. Okay, we are going to take real quick little ad break, but then we will be back to talk about the news. Mm -mm. You know, it's that time of the year. Gathering with your family in front of a roaring fire, drinking eggnog, visiting grandma for cookies, and having clean-shaven testicles. Lord knows when I go tree shopping, I want to make sure my balls are prepped to be inspected. You just never know when they'll pop out. Thank goodness for the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0. It's a great holiday gift for yourself or a loved one, or perhaps a boss, or really anyone who you suspect has really hairy balls. Along with the Lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer and the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer, this Platinum Package comes with Ultra Premium Body Wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, and Ultra Premium Deodorant. Not enough for your especially scrutinized scrotum? Manscaped also offers the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner for those tough ball days. Sorry, I can't start over. <laughs> Just that one part. And Crop Reviver Ball Toner for those tough ball days. And with their brand new body buffer and incredible body scrubber, well, you can have your testicles in ship shape for any holiday event. Because you just never know when those balls will come out. It's impossible to know. So treat your balls like the gift they are. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash more news. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com slash more news. Manscaped, cherish your balls like a manger baby. Shave Jesus Christ. 
Hi, Katie here. You know, it used to be that whenever someone would wrong me, I'd have to write their name and personal information in my big book of retribution. I called it my reckoning tome because it was so heavy. These days, my revenge can be tracked digitally, and I feel confident that no one will access my spite database thanks to ExpressVPN. You see, whenever you log into an unencrypted network like a cafe or hotel or a stranger's home Wi-Fi while you hide in their basement, well, you leave yourself open for hackers. ExpressVPN creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the Internet so all your information is safe. It would actually take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. And that's good for me because I have so many tech people listed in my database. Plus, it works with all your devices and is so easy that anyone can use it. So try it out. Because if you don't, it might make me very upset. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash more news. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash more news. And you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash more news. And we are back to talk about the news. news. And the top of our ticket today is Donald Trump. Uh, top of the ticket. Yeah, just today. Uh, Jonathan, set us up for this convo that we are all thrilled to have. Mm, I will. Did you did did any of you, by the way, watch the, the speech, the announcement or clips of it? Seen some clips. I don't watch losers talk about their issues, air out their grievances. <laughs> Two time popular vote loser Donald Trump announced he is running for president again. No escalator this time. Just a ballroom at uh, Mar-a-Lago, kind of a sleepy announcement. I yeah, thought. his energy was way low. Subdued yeah. almost. It, 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 feel, it did not feel like one of these like breathless outdoor campaign rallies. He explicitly, well, he did not explicitly mention uh, anything about fraud in the 2020 election. He did say that he thought China interfered. It was like a real quick aside. He also referenced blood-soaked streets of American cities. He there said he he'd be a great unifier and that people on the left loved him prior to COVID. I don't know mm -hmm. if you all know this. Um, but I think what we should talk about specifically is the right-wing media reaction because there does seem to be a great rift at the moment in terms of is Trump yeah. still going to be the guy or is this, are we going to have it, are we meaning right-wing media, <laughs> uh, will they have an opportunity to cast him off finally? now yeah i mean i don't know i don't know if they have that power anymore um there's a re i mean there's a reason like what uh what newsmax and like one america all those uh places exist because even though fox news loves or loved i guess uh the trump of it all they didn't love him enough and so there are all these places that are now in place to push that side of things and you know eventually the primaries are going to start and you're going to get us see all these like wet dopey like charisma succubi just like trying to compete with donald trump who even with no energy is still a, like an entertainer and that's what gets people attention and i think that as the i don't know as the the votes and the polls come in it's going to be clear like oh no they're still they're still into this guy yeah i mean but I we know. just have to look at exactly what happened last time to know that uh, anyone saying at this point, absolutely not, there's no way, are likely to change their tune if they need to. Yeah, they're kind of like, uh, they have like succubus energy where, <laughs> yeah. they'll, where they'll go where like the, uh, where they think the energy is, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I, that's the thing with Fox News. It's like, there's nothing there's nothing there like it, it's so like they have no standards they have no real true feelings on anything like they're like that friend with no personality who are like <laughs> yeah i agree and you're like you agree with what like uh -huh. what you're yeah, saying yeah. specify yeah yeah you're like who are you talking to anyway yeah it's just know. based off of the vibes of the day mo yeah. most of the time um and right now the vibes were well desantis is like the one winner we have and he also is 
obviously doing like a bad Trump impression and leaning into the culture war of it all legislatively. Uh, so they're like, oh yeah, this guy. But as soon as, you know, Trump gets out there more and more, I don't know, it'll probably shift. Um, cause yeah, I also, I don't know if we've talked about this before too. I just don't think that I'm, there's no reason to predict or like to put any stock in anyone's predictions. I just don't think DeSantis has the juice for it. I don't think he's the guy. Uh, I the think pizzazz. it's very, he doesn't have it. And not to say that every like politician these days has to have like pizzazz. But I think to do he has what ne- they I think want he, to do to do what they want exactly. Also, I think he has like negative pizzazz, but maybe not. Maybe he'll 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 work up to it. But it just seems like very much like oh, he's the one guy who's like popular, right? Yeah. And so they're they're going with in that direction. But so much can change so quickly, especially for them who don't believe in anything really. I hate to say this because it almost sounds like a compliment to Donald Trump, which it is not. His debate por- performances are absurd chaotic incoherent and i still think he'll make mincemeat of ron DeSantis when he's up there maybe not mincemeat but he'll win the day and make him look weak quote unquote in some capacity right that's the other thing because he's been doing he's again he's been doing this bad trump impression uh at press conferences and stuff but he before all of this was a quote unquote reasonable like serious like loser like fucking republican lawyer politician guy right so like once he's actually face to face and has to go up against trump in addition to not having the juice for it i don't think he can hack like being attacked by him i think he's gonna come off as like just a dweeb that just doesn't know how to you know do that well that's the thing he doesn't have the trump jazz he doesn't like when someone i don't know what was it like hillary would be like well, you're abusing the system. And he'd be like, because I'm smart. You know, it's like stuff like that where you're like, what? And then everyone's like, yeah, he is smart. You know, like that side of his his base. But like DeSantis isn't bringing that sort of like just fully unhinged response energy. You know, like Mm -hmm. that's Trump's the, the that's what Trump has going for him is he truly will say anything with any sense of like, well, that. That doesn't help. Well, okay, I guess it is helping you. What is happening? Yeah. While DeSantis tries to stay actually somewhat yeah. political. In right, he's going to try to rein it in, too. Yeah. Like he's been doing the Trump thing. Well, because like... he is actually a politician. Yeah. And that's the rule book that he, or that's how he's been established. And, and yeah, he has to cal- recalibrate and navigate it is, the whole. It is interesting how Trump can get away with saying stuff where other people can't necessarily. Um, yeah. And there, that's a good thing in that not everybody can get away with it but mm. he certainly seems to well yeah there's a pale you know everyone obviously like after trump's win there are like these pale imitations and people like on the trump train like america first that like the matt gates verse or whatever but when you get down to it they are pale imitations and mm-hmm. uh that's you know this is like i don't know we've talked about like this is like semi-fascist movement like in in america uh there's a reason he's pooling all these people together and you need in order for that to really work you tend to need like a charismatic person (laughs) and yeah and did we share this piece from already i don't know but of republican voters 80 percent of them still have a favorable impression of trump i don't trust polls and percentages but i think that a lot of average, you know, voters don't necessarily hate the guy, you know. Yeah, Republican primary voters specifically. Republican yeah. primary. Right. I, I should be very specific, yes. Yeah. Because that's like, and that's the thing where, like, that's really going to be entertaining to watch. Um, as we see, like, the National Review and all these people like, no, we're not doing Trump this time. It's like, well, yeah, sure you will. Have, sure you will. have to. Um, because it's because it's the Republican base that they're they're going to be courting during all these primaries and stuff, and uh, they're going to be so many people trying for it again. It's going to be that 2016 Republican primary where you have Trump against all these like goobers, and some people, you know, the majority of the other half will probably go for DeSantis, but that's not enough because Trump's got the rest of them. Well, yeah. Or he'll be like really sleepy and lazy and like he just won't because like there's a possibility that just like Trump, Trump lost his juice, too. Right? I don't 
think he did, but we'll see. But uh, you know, everything's a guess. Everything is supposition. But like, I still get the impression that part of the appeal of Trump the first time is still appealing, maybe even more so, despite the fact that he's proven himself to be a real dumb dumb, but um, and corrupt and all the things. And uh, not like necessarily, but, a, but that he's not yeah. a politician. Is well, the that's end of the it. thing, though. Is, is he... that? But he is. But I'm. I. I just. I just mean that. Like, some of this is anecdotal. You talk to people, and you. You. It, it, people don't like politicians. We don't trust them. We don't trust any of them. And they're like, yeah, Donald Trump says and does awful things, but they also don't think that any politicians. You know, all politicians are untrustworthy and corrupt. Is like a general, right? I don't know. Yeah, well, Sorry, he Jonathan. brings a no. He brings a, a a real chaotic energy to this process. So yeah. all the 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 tradition. Well, I don't know what what do we call them? The DeSantis or uh, the mainstream Republicans who just kind of want to get rid of Trump and get back to what they're doing. They have a playbook for how they want next year and and twenty twenty four to go. But Trump could make some issue they're not even thinking of the main issue, right? Mm-hmm. He could come out there, probably not like the toilet flushing thing, but some other thing they're not even thinking of the way he would bring up uh, China or whatever. In I mean, the, he's constantly still time. bringing up killing drug dealers. Right. And so he could force DeSantis and Pence and Pompeo or whoever into talking about things that they're wildly unprepared for. And then Trump kind of just gets a leg up because then the whole media is talking about whatever the toilet right. flushes instead well right because also like yeah it's like the so much of everything that we do now is based off of who gets the most attention who's going to get the most attention it's not ron DeSantis. he's no. like you see like uh the benny johnsons of the world trying to do like thug life videos for ron DeSantis, and it's like this isn't working man nobody who are you talking to <laughs> who is this for yeah like seeing this uh cnn town hall of pence Mike Pence thinking he's going to be president is absurd. That Mike Pence interview was the weirdest, saddest thing I've ever seen. Where he, they're like, "Did you realize he wanted you dead?" And he was like, <laughs> "Hmm, that hurt." But it's... he took like twenty minutes to answer. I was like, "What is this? Like thirty-five second, like dead air?" While he really thinks if he was hurt, and that was like, I don't like. Who are these people? And I got to say, like, like you were saying, Jonathan, like Trump gets the attention, even if it's negative attention. I don't know if you guys saw that New York Post where like Murdoch is now coming for Trump. I don't know what I don't know why Murdoch and Trump are beefing now. I don't care what these old (laughs) rich white guys are up to. But like he did that New York Post where in like a week before he called DeSantis the future. And this isn't literally Murdoch writing it. But did he say the future? He called him Ron DeFuture instead oh, of DeSantis, which I'm like, go to hell. But he put Trump on the cover and it's Trumpy Dumpty and it's like Don, I don't know, something, I don't, you know, like a Humpty Dumpty rhyme about uh, Donald Trump on this wall. And it's like, OK, but you're like just putting him on the front page of your magazine. Right. Like, even if you're like and making that's... fun of him, it's like now I'm just looking at Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, because Trump sells that, you know, that's that's catching everyone's attention. That's more that gets more attention than Ron D. Future. No one yeah. wants to fucking click on that or buy that or whatever. The truth is, is that no press is bad press. And that yeah. is fucking true. And that's why all of these people saying the never Trumpers or this never Trumpers 2.0 are full of shit because they'll hitch their wagon to it because that's how they're going to make money for however many years off of him you know and we feed into it and we give him more attention um and it you know yeah every step of the way is just sort of a seems like a repeat i mean obviously we're talking about it now uh but like yeah he's people just want to talk about (laughs) he's gonna get back on facebook soon he's gonna you know i I, i'm not even sure if i'm nervous about this but I feel aware that there's a very good chance that after these midterms, there's a lot of people being like, yeah, I don't know. We've had some good turnout. Youth voters are are doing their thing. I love that. We love to see it. But just because, you know, certain candidates and races have have won does not mean that people like Joe Biden or are opposed to having Donald Trump back in the White House yeah. uh, is, I guess, what I, I think. And there is a little bit of 
not smugness, but maybe on like, <laughs> look how good we did. That's right. This is a repudiation of Donald Trump. And in many ways it is, but more it's a repudiation of, you know, the GOP wanting to take away abortion access. Anyway, those are my thoughts right now. May I play this clip Please of Mike do. Pence at the town hall? I would. He's such an alien. Mother. <laughs> freedom in many forms is important to voters. Shouldn't this freedom based on Roe also continue? Barbara, thank you. I, I represented Madison County in Congress for many years. <laughs> Andrea. It's nice to see you. Oh, my 30, God. 30 minutes, 30 minutes later. Uh, what is that pause? It's hard to, I don't know if he this does conveys over. Um, the, I mean, you could hear it. You can hear the pause, but it was a very awkward moment. She corrects his name and he's like, uh, and then doesn't acknowledge it. I mean, he <laughs> says nice to see you. He said nice to see nice you to, to acknowledge see it. You. But that's, it's like when you're like, you like see somebody you're like, hey, how's it going? Not much. Right. Where it's like that disconnect of like you're Where saying this thing listening. and you're responding to what you yeah. thought they kind of said. Enjoy your coffee, you too. Yeah. Wait. And then you, your brain gets the spinning Mac wheel. For yeah. Like, and then you like, yeah, you you're short circuiting. You're trying to like, what, did I just say but that? But <laughs> Am I on camera? Was I the vice president? But it's not just yeah. that he does that. He does that. And uh, he shouldn't be president or vice president or any sort of elected official. He should, you know. Unless he really, truly, and I'm sorry to make this joke, sure loves a pregnant pause. Uh, because oh he loves, my. he wants you to carry your baby he term. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, maybe it didn't land. No, yeah. no, that was good. I but liked he does it. that a lot. Like that. What is it? 60 minutes. Whatever that interview was he did a few days ago. Like he, he just every answer. I was like, wrap it up. Yeah. He's a, he's a. <laughs> It's very interesting because he's so he's got no personality whatsoever. No, uh, he used to be a talk radio guy, like a sh not a shock jock necessarily, but like a talk <gasps> radio guy who would like he had like <laughs> I mean he did he had like a radio show and he was like doing like uh, Mulan is trying to trans your kids or whatever, and so like he talked for a living, but he just doesn't have that now, and he's just like every single thing he says it takes. 10 seconds for him to think about it it's just this long silence and then a non-answer mm -hmm. and he it's the he's the most politician i could imagine in a way where it's like you're like you're faking all of this and you don't know what to, what to say because you know like the interview you're, t you're referencing like the, it, him talking about like trump and january 6th and all this stuff it's like you know what a little slimy little weasel you are and look like and you know there's no way to talk around it um but you're gonna try and it's just uh he's a fascinating specimen i guess it is funny to think of him as like a morning zoo crew guy yeah. <laughs> like wearing a hawaiian shirt being all mm -hmm. loud like you know uh mixing it up with collars having having fart bits and stuff yeah yeah, like yeah. That. going to the soundboard I yeah just baby. Feel like he would always be the lame one that way yeah he would have the lowest energy bow 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 yeah. welcome to the show <laughs> pregnant pants and the leopard <laughs> right okay. there's a, a few other political news before we go to a break that we'll run through here Ooh, i love political news I'm like, well, you know, Republicans have officially taken control of the House. Womp, womp. Good for them. Nancy Pelosi uh, says that she will step aside from House Democratic leadership, staying in Congress, not being a leader. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but also, like, kind of. It's right. like this weird, like, hand-holding situation. That's what I mean. Yeah. The next of. part of that is, like, I, I don't know. But it's like, yeah, right, Nancy. <laughs> That's like your mom saying, like, you're like, you're in the kitchen and she's like, okay, honey, here you go. You can put the eggs in and you can stir it. Mm -hmm. and... Also, Hakeem Jeffries is uh, pretty antagonistic to the left in general in a more vocal way than I think Nancy was. So I don't know how yeah. that will go. 
Do we think this is because we each didn't donate seven dollars? It mm-hmm. might be. I've been thinking about Ugh. it a lot. I I shouldn't have unsubscribed subscribe to all of those emails. You can type stop. Oh, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. It, it doesn't, doesn't work, work, does it? <laughs> no. It does it not doesn't. work. I saw mm-hmm. Soren um I tweeted something, Bowie, our old pal. I'm not gonna direct quote or find it right now, but mm-hmm. something about the big scam was every time you text stop you got signed up for another list mm-hmm. and yeah. i think he might be correct i think so yeah they just port you over to something else they just yeah it's like the texts must flow uh mitch mcconnell will uh still be the senate minority leader uh he got a challenge from from rick scott no dice it's hanging on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i do think it's worth pointing out that I don't know that the House Republicans are learning their lesson from how this last election went because yeah. they're immediately about to launch investigations into like Hunter Biden and the DHS. Like the House Republicans tweeted, Joe Biden is the big guy, which you only know what that means if you're like deep in Hunter Biden it's Hunter laptop, laptop world. Stuff, yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Like I sent it to a few people. I'm like, hey, do you know what this means? They're like, no, Joe Biden is the mm-hmm. big guy. That's right. Don't they dislike him? I'm like, yeah, they're, they're idiots. It's fascinating. Because, yeah. um, I mean, it's like also like you see like all these people like we're done with Trump. And then you get that. And there's that what the the GOP judiciary of Kanye, Elon, Trump tweet that is still up. They're still just like going for it. It is not great. The prospect of the next couple years <laughs> with this new situation and and what they will be the House will be focusing on. Yeah. Doom and gloom. Doom and gloom. Look, can I just say, I love Hunter Biden. (laughs) Do you? You're here for him. Only say that. I honestly don't care for anything he does. But I say that because one time I met him and he thought my dog was cute. And to Mm -hmm. me, that's all you need, baby. He was was lovely to my dog. On correct, your dog is a darling. No question. So I was like, honey, do what you want. Never um, use two-factor authentication. Don't do yeah, anything yeah, you yeah. don't want to do because you know what? You're spot on with your love for my dog. You, you, you've got good uh, animal uh, vibes, so you, yeah. you're good by me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick right. break for another advertisement. Advertisement. That's how you pronounce it, right? Mm-hmm. Advertisement. Yeah, you, did you did it. But don't worry. After that, we'll be back for even more news. News. Hey, hey, it's Cartwheel and Katie Stoll here to tell you about some CBD. You know, the first time I tried CBD, it didn't do anything. Then I learned that you have to ingest it and not just squirt it into your eye. Still, nothing. And then I learned that you have to ingest it yourself and not feed it to other people in order to feel the effects. And still nothing. But then finally, I tried CBD from Next Evo Naturals. Bada bing, much better. You see, they developed something called Smart Sorb technology, which according to them is clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times better than regular CBD oil. That way it actually works, but only if you ingest it yourself and not squirt it into a stranger's eyes because we all get stressed out. Perhaps someone threw a liquid in your eyes at the mall and then cartwheeled away. Or maybe you're just having trouble sleeping. Next Evo CBD is designed to help you relax and sleep better. They're the only brand that combines a patented natural whole plant ashwagandha that's eight times more powerful than regular ashwagandha. So why don't you check it out? Why don't you get to the root of stress with the Stress CBD Complex from Next Evo Naturals. For up to 25% off subscription orders of $40 or more, use promo code MORENEWS at nextevo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O dot com. Promo code MORENEWS. Tell them Cartwheel and Katie sent ya. They'll, they'll definitely know who that is. And we are back as promised, or even more news. How about that? About time. So we actually wanted to address uh, what's happening in Iran and with the protesters and some social media confusion. Jonathan, why don't you set us up here? Yeah, sure. So uh, here's what's 
happened over the last few weeks. Um, on November 6th, 227 of Iran's 290 parliamentarians sent a letter calling for the judiciary to consider severe punishments uh, against detained protesters. There's about 14 or 15,000 uh, detained protesters. This letter says, We, the representatives of this nation, ask all state officials, including the judiciary, to treat those who waged war against the Islamic establishment and attacked people's life and property like the terrorists in a way that would serve as a good lesson to in the shortest possible time. Uh, that's the independent news organizations in the U.S. haven't seen that letter. That's what state media says it says. That is very disgusting. It would be akin to the House or Senate here calling for capital punishment against large groups of peaceful protesters. But there was some social media confusion in the U.S. and overseas when uh, Newsweek ran an article with the headline, Iran protesters refuse to back down as 15,000 face execution. And that is technically true because the judiciary could very well sentence these people mm -hmm. to death in a, you know, barbaric crime. Um, but that has not happened yet. And it caused some issues where uh, Justin Trudeau, Viola Davis, uh, several other prominent people, Sophie Turner, uh, shared a post on Instagram or Twitter uh, saying that, you know, 15,000 protesters were, um, were, had been sentenced to, that, to death. And that's the um, part of the story that wasn't exactly true. They haven't been sentenced to death, but they are still um, imprisoned and, yeah. fate and in very harsh conditions. Yeah. Yeah. This has been interesting because I've been seeing this post shared for the last couple of weeks, and then it really picked up steam over the last few days. And yes, some very high profile people sharing it and you start to go like, well, wait a minute, maybe it is, has this been confirmed? Because this whole time I keep going and checking and trying to find some coverage of it, some, uh, some, some other coverage, some more clarification, some more information, and I haven't been finding it. So there's a few things that this, I think is it, I mean, there's, there's a lot to talk about, about what's actually happening there. But when we see stuff shared, we do have to do some diligence to make sure, and that's getting harder and harder and harder, especially with what's going on on Twitter. Um, but at the same time, also, there's a frustration for me that there is a lack of coverage and actual information so that when people are looking for it, they're not able to find it. And, you know, and that's not to say then we've also seen some people responding saying like, well, because then there's this, the, all these articles saying like, you were wrong, this was, was false information or what have you. But the truth is, is that it is a really dicey situation over there. Uh, we don't know how many people will be fit sentenced to execution or not. There is precedent in, for, you know, this kind of thing to happen. So it's not that it doesn't deserve our attention, but people have to. Um... So the headline, it wasn't worded well, but the, the fact yeah. is the headline was necessary to just get, to get people's attention. attention because this this isn't this what. Something like this wouldn't be the first time this happened right. in Iran. The regime does this actively. Um, the regime killed every single person who was involved with the Shah administration who they could find. So they have no problem mass executing anyone. I think the point is that these sort of headlines have to happen because no one really cares what's really going on in Iran. You know, it's so easy to like be like, wow, that fascist regime. Oh, God, those poor people. Anyway, you know, it's like it's so easy to ignore what's happening. And I think the Iranian people in the Iranian diaspora are literally screaming at the top of their lungs of like, they will kill these people. They right. will kill these people and they will not look back. And the only way to get them to, you know, not kill these people is to low key basically spread the, like a headline that sensational sensational. Sensationalize? Sensation. I can't even speak. Sensationalizes something that not may not have necessarily been actively that they haven't said. Okay, you guys are all going to be executed. But when the majority of parliament on that level says, "Let's fucking do this," mm -hmm. that's they do face a very it, right? tough like situation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely true as well because we don't. It might not be that specific headline or the way it's making it seem but but that doesn't mean that it's not possible that something akin to that is what is happening or yeah. developing like that's, developing yeah. that's yeah. yeah 
Well, it's just um, unfortunate that this is now we have to have this conversation about because it's not so simple as something is either actively happening or is fake news, right? It's like there is a the conversation about like how do we share complete context of something on social media and you know, to be honest, like force more attention on this because like we've talked about it here on the show several times and then it's like uh this you know just like what just like the invasion of ukraine like this is a long game type thing this goes on for a long time so we can't just say like oh okay those people aren't being executed great i can go back to like not thinking mm -hmm. about this or right not, yeah and it i do come back to i agree with everything that's being said here um to how frustrating it's been because this is it's this broke the surface, I think, in the last few days. But this specific post, this story has been developing and being shared for a, a minute now. And I feel a lot of frustration at the lack of, of additional coverage. This shouldn't be that it's died down for a month. And then all of a sudden, there's an, we need an alarming headline to get everyone's attention focused back onto this. I should be seeing updates. I have been thinking about it a lot since that initial flush and it's hard to find information that's timely and a, a general appetite for it here in America when we need to be focused on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, um, I don't know if you can tell, but I am deeply, deeply compartmentalized uh, about all of this, but, uh, I, I fear, I mean, the greatest fear is that we can't push this to a revolution. And yeah. that's the only thing we need. It's just simply this regime cannot continue. And that is, is that's, it's, that's it. It just cannot continue. These are murderers. These are rapists. These are literal devil people who have weaponized Islam against a group of people who in no way deserve that. There is no, there's just no understanding of why they think this is okay other than that they're power hungry and money hungry and want to stay on top. There's yeah. just no reasoning behind that. There's no, there's no excuse for this behavior. They have used fascism and power to suppress and oppress their people. And it is, it is just devastating that it's 2022 and we're still watching this happen, that there's just, it feels like, our only hope is the Gen Z population of Iran who are finally like, fuck you. And I'm hoping if they keep pushing and they stay strong, that they will be able to force this regime to crumble. And, you know, you're seeing the cracks. We see the cracks every single day. And we I mean, we just have to keep supporting them. There's nothing we can do other than support them. America cannot go in there. That is we do not need the U.S. in there. What the U.S. could do is sanction all the high level officials who are reaping the benefits of the economy and not trickling that down to any of their people. Sanctions on the people is never going to help. It's, you have to go to the source because guess what? A lot of these older mullahs who have the money, that money's in the U.S., baby. They got they sent mm. their kids out here. OK, you need to go and you need to cut these people off at the knees. And that's where the money is. OK, they have to go for the money. That's that's honestly that's the only way to like really hit these people who have all the power in this country and run this regime and because otherwise you're hurting people who don't have the power <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't matter if you could keep sanctioning the country you need to sanction the people who are in charge you need to go directly at them or you're not really you know you can't go in there with a military force that's they don't want that nobody wants that it's going to cause further destabilization um, they have to make very specific, you know, attacks by strangling the money source and the resource source, if you will, for the people in charge, because that's the only way to take them out. I mean, freeze those accounts, baby. When it comes to social media and keeping the information top of mind and making sure it's like clear and full of context to the people reading it it's a real shame that the dumbest asshole in the world is now in charge of that yeah that's just maybe an aside from me like but it's that's a real also shame. yeah 
everything everything is hell it's so surreal that we this just is what it is and then we just have to go on and continue with our days and like go to the grocery store while right. complain about our instacart shoppers yeah <laughs> yeah Sh- should we bring this episode home with some elon updates here I mean, sure, I, I suppose this would be the time for that. He he sent an email a few days ago to the remaining Twitter employees. They still have some uh, about Twitter 2.0. Um, he gave them an ultimatum um, that said that they have to be extremely hardcore, work long hours at high intensity. Only exceptional performance will constitute a passing grade. And if they say no, they'll get three months severance. Uh, and that's that. This is all at the same time that Elon Musk is also testifying in a trial brought by Tesla shareholders regarding his $50 billion plus compensation package, which he may have had a hand in like giving himself. It does seem like that, right? It does, right? Yeah. No, he, he, the, the plaintiffs, the Tesla shareholders who brought this suit are like, you were kind of like working with the board on making sure you got pay this like extremely generous stock package and he says he had uh you know he says he has nothing to do with it um but he was working with the head of the board's compensation committee the year before on it so every week he's this guy's got a lot going on also there was a story in business insider today about how he and many billionaires see it as their duty to populate the world with their offspring Mm -hmm. and he he uh has privately to other people reflected positively on genghis khan and uh, his ability to spread his genetics so widely that a significant portion of the world population still has his DNA today. That is oh so God. gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it no, is. he's. <laughs> yeah, he's a freak. He's a rich freak. Uh, the money broke his brain, and now he's doing rich freak things and um, only responding to accounts with Tesla stock in their fucking bio. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to watch. Probably dangerous. It's embarrassing to walk, but he's also yeah. told uh, the court that he's probably going to appoint a new Twitter CEO. That's good. not for a long time, though, right? Like he, because he wants well, a he wants credit for any of the good things that happen. Yeah, but he, I think he clarified on Twitter again to some like Dogecoin account or something like that. <laughs> uh, that he, it'll be like way down the line. He like plans to eventually, but. Yeah. in this during this period he's got to get that twitter 2.0 rocking right? yeah that that late breaking news was was broken by sir doge of the coin who's one of the top like guys on twitter now I, the genghis khan comment that's so wild like what are you talking about genghis khan yeah, he thinks he, well, he, he, he thinks he's special he thinks he's a special special boy uh with the special sauce and he needs to spread it all over everybody's sandwich. I'm sorry. He's willing. <laughs> oh, he's willing um, to pay any amount of money to make sure that people um, respect him and his special sauce. So, do we think he's like donating sperm? Like, what oh. is what you know? Like that right? those yeah. movies with like Vince Vaughn or whatever. Where he's like, I'm the father of a thousand kids or whatever the hell. That's like, probably the how... best way for him to do it. I, well, I, oh god! His, do we just a... give him this idea? twins with his employee right now is like in vitro yeah. fertilization so like I, I you have to assume that he's like yeah just uh-huh. sending cups of his seed to all of, to a bunch of like sperm banks he's like new twitter benefits know. as part of your health care you'll get a little <laughs> bit of a chance to have my baby i can't imagine that's appealing to people unless they're getting money from him. Oh, I mean, that's the only reason you'd have his baby to bleed yeah, his ass dry. That's the right? only thing. I, I no one's like choosing his sperm for their baby, just you know, for the it's just like yeah. And it just also it speaks to like his view of like I don't know, just like IQ and genetics and stuff and like how like but like and like he doesn't I don't know. It's it's really it's gross, gross to me. It's really gross. The good news is is yeah. that uh, a significant percentage of these kids will want nothing to do with him. Mm. Well, at some point, quote, perhaps the majority. To quote Elon Musk, can't win them all. That was him <laughs> referring to his child that does not want anything to do with him. Uh, can't win them all, he said about her. This is it's unimportant. Well, whatever. I don't know. I think it's funny, kind of. He keeps tweeting about um, like this FTX stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the bit, like that sort of uh, implosion, and he keeps tweeting stuff like, 
uh, Twitter is like open sourcing the news and like, wow, Twitter is so much better at explaining the story than like the mainstream media. And it's funny to me for a couple of reasons. One is um, obviously like, you know, if you're saying like, oh, it's open source the news, you can trust anybody. And a guy who's replying to like Andy No and Ian Miles Chong are like, oh, maybe you shouldn't like think like, yeah, open season for like information. But also it's funny to me because it's like, buddy, are you new to Twitter? Like, it's, it's like this weird, like, wow, Twitter's so great at, at like, explaining the news and stuff. It's like, yeah, it has been. That's one of the things yeah. we like about it. <laughs> like, if you, were, if you were paying attention, like, like during Ferguson, like the Ferguson uh, uprising, that's, like, the kind of thing, yeah, you stay on Twitter to, for, and follow people who are on the ground there for, like, information, like, real-time information. And, and Twitter at that time had a, a feature that would let you know who was a legitimate local news reporter in Ferguson. A very helpful feature. Um, and it's the kind of things like, yeah, that's what that's one of the things that we all know about Twitter. It's like his weird. It's, it's like his first day there. And he's like, wow, Twitter's so good at this. Yeah. About like your Bitcoin shit is what you're saying. Like not about these other like things that have happened years ago. Um, and also part of it, it's he does it every like day or so where it's like you're just trying to take credit for Twitter existing now. It's very weird and mm -hmm. off putting. Um, like you didn't invent this website. What are you talking about? Oh, Twitter's so great now at the news. Yeah, great now. Good job. I don't know. It's I'd say it's worse now for the news, yeah. to be honest. But I also don't want to take away from the fucked up thing that he said about Genghis Khan and like <laughs> spreading his fucking horse Sweet. trading <laughs> fucking cum to fucking... Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. We're wrapping this thing up okay. now. Anna, it's been really good to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Um, plug your stuff. I am pregnant with Elon's baby. Oh, uh, congrats. And, oh congrats. Um, oh my God, thank you guys so much. I When you pay for Twitter Blue, you can have <gasps> oh, some of his mm, semen. You get his semen. Do you have to keep $8 a month. Yes, you well, do have to pay $8 a month for the rest of your life to have okay. his baby. I'm okay. sorry. It's just, okay. I was like so excited. Sounds like a good deal. It's exciting. But you also I'm get verified. all the other benefits, right? Okay. You're also verified. The most so you important. Get, you, get, you get bumped up in the replies mm -hmm. and you get to have Elon's baby. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm verified um, <laughs> as an official Elon baby carrier. Uh, yeah. Could you imagine that's like where he takes it? I wouldn't put it past him. He I'm seems not, simply yeah. unwell. So I am at Anna Hosty on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at selling host Nia on Instagram because I'm selling myself to you. And um, I, yeah, you know, I produce a bunch of podcasts at iHeart. If you follow me on my socials, you'll see I constantly am promoting my shows. That's what she uses her socials for. That's what I use it for. I have the no Twitter. other interests. Or yeah. I'll post screenshots of like Tulsa King uh, or my new favorite Sylvester Stallone vehicle. <laughs> but um i yeah so you can follow me on there and then yeah i host my own show with former guests of this show uh shereen yunez it's called ethnically ambiguous we talk about you know being people of color we talk about being from the middle east we talk we bring in other people of color and middle easterners on the show to talk to them and sometimes we try and solve riddles because we really think we're good at riddles so you know there's a lot of fun going on over there so uh <laughs> check that out guys over there awesome. yeah do all those things have a good holiday next week. We won't be back next week. We'll be back the week after that. Uh, and in the meantime, just in case you forget, please keep in mind that we love keep you very much. Keep in mind that we love you. Then. Uh... Shh. <laughs>